Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. This is episode 123. One, two, three. You know me. I'm Ricky. As always, we got Dennis. Uh, yeah. What are we What are we talking about today? Oh, my God. All right. Hey, this one was my choice. We're, we're kind of until until our audience starts uh, giving us valuable insights into <laughs> which things we should until be watching. The- anticipated madam web comes out or until then yes we're picking uh we're kind of doing dealer's choice uh every week of picking different things to watch and this week i chose the spirit uh frank the horse Miller's, movie the horse movie no not the horse movie the 2008 <laughs> american neo-noir superhero film written and directed by frank miller starring gabriel mock ava mendez paul sarah paulson dan Loria, paul paz vega Scarlett Johansson and Samuel L. Jackson. So, oh man, two thousand eight. Yeah, as Avengers, wasn't it? No, that was Iron Man. That was Iron Man. I was that, that was, was a freshman man. year, uh, Ricky in high school. That was Iron Man, huh? So, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna talk about that later. Um, and uh, you know, I highly recommend if anybody has like two hours to kill. And really, really wants to like, really wants to like get the most out of today's episode. Go, uh, go drink like a keg of beer, watch the spirit, and then come back and check this show out. Um, uh, drunk spirit is a is a good time. I all endorse that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, if get get ready, like get ready. If you're gonna, if you're gonna. If you want us to hear us talk Drink about the spirit. some spirits and watch the spirit. There you go. That's a <laughs> that's a tagline right there. Uh, but yeah, until but before we get to that, we're gonna be doing some other stuff. We're gonna be doing our usual nerdy banter where we hang out and chat for a little bit about what's been going on for the week in nerdiness, and then Ricky will take that more literally and go into nerd news. Um, and so we'll get to hear what's going on mostly in the Marvel universe, but you know, like we said. We like to do stuff from outside we that dabble. universe as well. We dabble, just like we're watching the spirit this week. Um, and then, yeah, uh, then we'll get to the spirit. And, mm-hmm. well, you know, if you if you've watched the show before, you know, that's our usual flow. And if you have watched the show before, then you know that I would like you to like and subscribe if you haven't already and post to our comments uh, anything, anything you have to say about this, whether or not we suck for watching the spirit or or we're awesome for watching the spirit, whatever it is, uh, like, subscribe, and uh, help the algorithm. It would be really great. I, well, I think Ricky likes that too. Yeah, yeah, the algorithm's cool. Um, for some reason, I just can't. Did you ever watch Space Jam 2? I did. I did. Yeah, uh, just, uh, what was Don Cheadle's character? Al G Rhythm, right? Yes. And I'll, that'll just forever be stuck with me. Yeah, well, that was the point of him to, well, to be what, on the news. What was stuck with you? Uh, let's see, what are, what, are, what are you been doing? Oh, man. I found a good show this week. What are you, what are you watching? I finished all of Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon Prime. The new one? 
Oh my god, that show's so badass. If you like Atlanta, if you okay. like Atlanta, watch it because I've heard it, it's not like it's in premise only to the movie. Exactly, which is why it's so good. Well, um, what, what, it's, where where is the skew? Where was it pivot? Where, where the pivot is it? Is it more action? Is it sexier? Is it did more you ever scandal? Watch, did you ever watch Squid Game? Yeah. The movie, the show, the original, yeah, not yeah, the yeah, game yeah. show, but the the, yeah, the show show, no, the Korean show. Okay, it's it's you take Squid Game and Atlanta and mash them together, and that's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, and the reason I say that is because you know I, you've watched Atlanta, right? It's a very thought provoking yeah. show, right? It it, ta- yeah. it tackles some seriously heavy subjects, but it makes it it makes you enjoy the ride with some really b- brilliant humor and and like fun fun acting and stuff like that it goes it goes places where tv hasn't gone before in terms right of stuff like so you take all the people that were in charge of atlanta like the whole mm-hmm. production team and you apply you go and and, and you put a, a magnifying glass on the angelina jolie and brad pitt like mr and mrs smith movie from like a million years ago that that totally that broke up that totally broke up a marriage and it was really just a steaming sexy spy movie with lots of shooting and fun you know sexiness and i don't remember anything else about that movie like story-wise at all and what this show did is it said well hold on let's look at it from like a realistic point of view Mm -hmm. What, what would motivate two human beings to do this right because like were they married before were they are they married because you know what i mean and it says I know the answer, and it answers that question real fast in the first episode. Do you know what the answer is? Is it a spoiler? No, it's not a spoiler. Oh, yeah. Um, what's the answer? Money. Um, Money in a yeah, capitalist you'd be, society. It, you'd like, probably be pretty fucking rich if you were married to a spy and you were a spy. Yes. So that's, basically, a, that's a healthy dual-income household. So, so basically, like, the first episode is you meeting these two new people these new recruits to the Mr. and Mrs. Smith program. And they do an in, an enter an entry interview and you get to learn their motivations. And you know what it is? They got empty ass bank accounts, dude. Like they have qualifications, but for whatever circumstances, they don't got income and they're not getting the jobs they want. So they're like, yeah, I'll go kill people for money and I got to marry this person. Sure. Okay. And then, and then from the rest of that ride, it's this it's this really cool um look at any relationship any relationship the ups and downs of any relationship but through the lens of yeah but also by the way they're married because they get paid to kill people <laughs> and it just it just makes it it's just that it's, it's, it's that it's on prime right it's on prime the whole season the and whole first season no clue if there's a second season but Did you I ever watch it. the uh, the Deadpool thing he did? The so there was oh, gonna be a Deadpool anim- animated show for FX. Yeah, I've seen a little bit and of he that. He did a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen oh. I think the leaks, the leaked animation of that. I love uh, pretty much anything that Donald Glover is in. Um, so yeah, he this, came out this week. He he reconfirmed the Lando movie, and I'm kind of down. He's a He's like the only person who could play Lando aside from from Billy D. Okay, I I I I revoke my previous statement. I don't like 
anything that Donald Glover's in. But Solo's not bad. Solo is bad. We don't have to have that. Is he bad? Oh, he is. is he the bad part of that? That movie? no, he's not. No, okay, he's not. Then, yeah. So you Lando, but Lando I don't. Movie, but I don't like the Solo movie. I just like I like Donald <laughs> Glover. Yes. Um, highly recommend you and and the the woman of the house watch that together because it is a hilarious commentary or 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 just look into what makes up a, a complex relationship is it is it all out yeah okay. they, they drop the Eight whole episodes? thing all at once yeah yeah right. that's, that's, Super on good. that's on Super the good. list and then other than that i've just been playing a little Baldur's gate here and there and um you know i continuously binging uh pen and tellers fool us whenever i get a chance that's it yeah nothing else nerdy that's a fun week though yeah i just background watch those things when i'm doing other stuff <laughs> yeah the the fool us is a rough one for background watching because you kind of have to like stop watch yeah the you gotta watch trick. the whole thing you're, you're locked in you gotta, for at least like you gotta three to five minutes yeah exactly so i don't always background background watch that one but anyways what about you what are you even nerding out on uh what was this week um how do, how do i say this without getting sued the uh superb owl is uh this weekend okay yeah um so we're gonna have a superb owl party uh and so it's been a lot of just like adult house and rearranging um and making sure everything's in check and playing with my tv settings to try to get the best view and then going really stupid in the deep dives and finding out like all right if i stream it from here is it going to be in 4k if i stream it from here it will be but there'll be a slight delay and min maxing uh my super bowl or super valve stream (laughs) um no no no. um you ruined the uh, clip don't use that clip don't use it oh man yeah don't share that clip please um yeah but aside from that uh we've been background watching a little bit of modern family um that show i i caught it when it was coming out and i think it it, it hits a little different like it like the show does is called modern family right? and we all know the premise is about a, a family and and they're uh it's this generation's full house right is that like a good analogy I think it's more like this generation's uh, married with children. This generation's married with children. But the point being, at the time that show came out, it was a modern, it was a reflection of a American family. And watching it in the year of 2024, you're like, man, like they're using kind of weird cell phones. They're they're driving like older cars. Like it, it I have that moment of like like a blast from the past, and it makes me feel weird. I don't, I don't know how to describe that properly. Oh, man, you just ruined my entire review of The Spirit. <laughs> well, that, that, that is what my talking points for that movie, too. But having yeah. this, like, you know, a show that they were using some high-tech stuff on that show at the time, and then going back to watch it, it's like, oh, this, it's, it's a little different. Yeah, I feel you. I, I, I watched The West Wing way, way after it was on TV, and... Uh, highly still recommend it it is one of the greatest american tv shows period but um it is super weird to see like them to 10 seasons right yeah there's only like uh, aaron sorkin's only in, involved in like seven of them or something like that five or six something like that 
Uh, but dude, when they bust out what used to be a cell phone in the 1990s, <laughs> and it is like the biggest thing ever, or when you watch, or, or when they're tuning into their little like like cathode ray TVs and stuff, like uh, it's weird, man. It's weird to see that. Like, but beyond that, still a great show. So I, mm -hmm. I forgive the I forgive the yeah, technology. Like a bajillion Emmys, that show. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean. Modern Family, which one are you talking about? Which which one? Both. Both have both have a bajillion Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both have a bajillion Emmys, and both are highly worth it. I will say this, though. At some point, for me, Modern Family just kind of got what the, what's What's the jump to shark for you? I don't know if it was the jump to shark. Oh, you know, maybe. The it, second it baby? It, yeah, yeah. I think Joe. I think Joe. Joe's baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. Joe yeah. got annoying, especially when he got old enough to start talking. And I so I never finished the show because like, yeah, that was it. But I love I love everybody in it. I love Ed O'Neill. He's like one of my favorite uh, American TV p personalities growing up, you know, like he uh, is a, a black belt uh, jujitsu practitioner. OK, that's cool. That's cool. Don't mess with Ed O'Neill. No mess with Ed O'Neill. Don't mess with Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> that was like his one movie that he tried in in the in the late wait in the early nineties, uh, as he was gaining fame in uh, uh, Mary Children. Mary Mary Children. I always get that in the name he mixed up. Like they were back to back on Nick at Night, and like to me they just blended <laughs> together. So, that's so funny. Those were on totally ne different networks. That's super funny. I mean, that's what I watched there, right? Like, I watched it's not, it's not on his, TV. Is Nick at Night still a thing? Oh, Nick at Night's always a thing. But believe me, Nick at Night is different depending on the generations. I'm scared so, to go back to watch Nick at Night. <laughs> dude, when I when I watch when I watch Nick at Night, black and white. It was black and white. What? It's that old. I was, I was no 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 no. I'm saying not Nick at Night. It was not black and white. I'm saying Nick at Night the was shows. showing me the black oh. and white shows back then. Yeah, I used to watch Nickelodeon to watch like the oldest show, like the Honeymooners and and uh, the I Love Lucy before it was in color and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that's what Nick at Night was for me. So it's crazy to me when you tell me that you watched Nick at Night and it was married with children. It was married with and, children, and the, the nanny, nanny and uh, Fresh Prince. That makes me feel <laughs> so incredible. Fresh and Full Prince. House. Yeah. Fresh Prince and Full House. Oh my God, Ricky. This you're is like 10 years feel, ago too. So like you're year. making me feel so old. That's crazy. I was watching that girl and, and like the Danny Thomas show and like, Oh man, I'm old. It's cool. It's cool. Whatever. It's fine. Well, I'm okay with it. Let's go. Let's keep before going. uh before we go back in the past any further, uh should we uh get into some news? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get away from this stuff. This is probably one of the biggest pieces of news uh, coming out this week. Uh, so they Disney just had their earnings call, and they, with it, they announced some some big stuff. Um, 
the biggest nugget is uh, Disney's investing 1.5 billion billion with a B in Epic Games um, with plans to create a new uh, a new universe featuring their all of their IPs, and they they kind of tease an image uh, within Fortnite, and in the image it it looks very akin to like the Wreck It Ralph two situation where. Yeah. You have like the Disney Channel world, the ESPN world, the Disney Plus world, the Marvel world, the Star Wars world. Yeah. And, uh, so I think Disney princesses are coming to Fortnite. Elsa with a gun. I think Disney princesses are coming to Fortnite, but I don't know if they'll <laughs> have a gun. I think what they might end up doing is creating Who gets a, a, gun? A, a different game mode where you can play these characters or something like that. But I'm not going to say I'm wrong. I, I'm not going to say that's 100%. And maybe they do get a gun. But all I know is Disney Dreamlight Valley is officially dead after this announcement. Dude. There's, <laughs> there's just no reason to play that game. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't made by them though, right? Or or was it? Well, I mean it's Disney, but I, I don't I don't remember what video games company made it. Um, so the but, way they're kind of framing this right now, if you, if you're in the Fortnite space, how they have uh, Fortnite and then they have Lego, the racing and festival, all kind of coexisting in the same launcher. This yeah. would um, potentially yeah. be another another mode, mode within that launcher, um, or a game in the game. Yeah, yeah. At, at this point, like Fortnite has become an operating system for it's it's Ready Player One. It's 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 Ready yeah. Player One. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's the metaverse that uh, that can or that the only metaverse that matters. Yeah, and I think it's it's really just a snowball at this point, right? I talked about that recently, which is like, you know, in the early days, you know, it would get like a John Wick character skin, and you'd be like, whoa, John Wick's in this game, and then, and then like everybody else was like, I don't know, that's kind of weird and stuff, and then next thing you know, like you start seeing like a handful of Marvel characters or a handful of Batman, you know. I'd, I'd be characters. curious to see the. I mean. The financials of the, I mean, obviously, one point five billion is is a pretty big investment. In yeah, 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 yeah. So they either have a lot of faith in them, or vice versa, or um, you know, it kind of signals it from what people were saying. It's like the Pixar thing, uh, way back in the day, how Disney originally threw a lot of money at Pixar, and uh, you know, Pixar was on a hot streak for the first uh, 10, 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. Oscar after Oscar, and then eventually they bought them. Um, who knows? Maybe uh, one day a Fortnite can be a, a Disney property. Well, no. I, I, in all honesty, like that's kind of like what I how I see this as as um, the, the the stepping stone is, is basically uh, there was a rumor for a while that uh, Disney was going to buy Hasbro because mm -hmm. Disney makes their own toys as well, but they suck, right? But like Disney, they also they also license a lot of their stuff out to to Hasbro. And Hasbro has, you know, a relatively high quality of of of, of they got toy the line. factories, yeah, yeah, they got the factories and stuff like that. And so people saw that as a potential thing that were, they were going to do. And and because, like, I mean, Hasbro makes Star Wars toys, they make Marvel toys. Like half their half their their licenses are already Disney's. And so, you know, would it be the worst thing ever if Disney bought? Transformers and GI Joe, you know, like that would be just extra stuff. But for whatever reason, they ended up not doing it. And maybe, maybe it's because they see that the future is really not physical toys, but it's really digital toys. 
And that's what I think Fortnite really is, is it's a digital toy factory. Like they make digital toys every week. They have new digital toys for you to play with. And they are, and it just so happens, like what to my point I was making earlier, like a good chunk of those digital toys are all the things that you love in the world. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's what it is at this point. Like you're weird if you don't have a skin in Fortnite. You know what I mean? You're like, a default to what the kids say. Is that well? It's really like I, a, a, a sorry. I, I meant as an IP. Oh, you're weird. You're weird. But yes, you're a default. Yes. Um, I meant as an IP owner. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like you know, Ninja Turtles Fortnite. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like uh, Invincible Fortnite. Sure. You know, for me, I'm always wondering what, why isn't this thing in Fortnite yet? You know, like going to be a, a a common pillar for any uh, IP marketing plan. <laughs> got to get the the toy, you got to get the trailer, and then we got to get the Fortnite. Then you do the interview with the people showing you your characters in the game, in the Fortnite game and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so this to me just makes more sense. Like that, that Disney's thinking forward. And they're saying, hey, this digital space, we need to be in it. We need to be present in it all the time. Um, and and then let's be honest, they got a buttload of Fortnite skins already. You know what I mean? There's like, two Zendayas and two Tom Hollands. Yeah, but one of the Zendayas is not a Disney Zendaya. One There's is two. Two Zendayas. We need two more and we can have a squad of Zendayas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's Spider-Man, there's Deadpool, there's... There's Darth Vader, you know, there's Ahsoka. Uh, it's it's with just so many. Guns. So let's get Stitch in there with guns. I want to see it. Yeah, Stitch has guns. Yeah. Stitch is the worst, yeah. though. But you know who else has guns? Oh, snap. Deadpool. Um, Deadpool creator Rob Liefeld is saying goodbye to Marvel. Um, he has a his final Deadpool uh, written comic coming out uh, later this year. And then uh, that is it for him. He is going to retire from uh, drawing and writing for Deadpool. So Deadpool Batter Blood is uh, coming out later this year. You didn't tell me there would be cause for celebration tonight. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, this I mean, it's, it's relevant. We're getting the – if the rumor mill is churning, um, there will probably be a Deadpool trailer uh, at Next some week. point. Or is it on Sunday? Sunday. Yes. Superb Al. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for that. That's one of the only reasons I would watch the big game. <laughs> That's really, um, really the only reason. And maybe to, I don't know, see Taylor. Swift I mean, re, what's, what's your, what's your beef with him? Is it, is it the, is I think he's like a, strong? I think he's a terrible fucking artist. Like, I think, I think, <laughs> I think he is, <laughs> I think oh God. He, he is really a good businessman. He's a great businessman. I think I think everybody that formed Image Comics has some amazing business sense and courage and and just entrepreneurial spirit up the butt. You know what I mean? Like they just have so much of it. Like it was it was uh Rob Liefeld, Eric Larson, Jim Lee, uh Todd McFarlane, um Wills Potashio. There's so many so many that were all like the hottest artists at the time. And then they, you know, they jump ship right at before they were even peaking. And they just made all this stuff that everybody just wanted because 
these bad boys of of comic books were were sticking it they to made DC their, and they made their own super team right and yeah but if you go look at some of those books man wildcats so cool like wait yeah no wild yeah wildcats, wildcats cool. right yeah yeah uh you go look to, uh spawn it's super cool looking and then you go look at freaking young blood and i dare you to find a realistic looking of uh, looking picture of feet this guy doesn't know how to draw feet and it kills me he doesn't know how to draw correct proportions for human beings human anatomy it's just all off the charts there's a billion you can just search like bad rob lifefield art on google and you will come up with but so it, much it looks cool dude can you please bring up the picture of Captain America while I continue my uh, rant? No, we don't. We don't no. need to see that. Yeah, you don't need to see that because it does. It <laughs> looks good, right? It looks cool, um, dude. No, it's it bad. looks nineties cool. No, so I, I think I think he had uh, really cool ideas. I I really do. Like I I think he's a creative guy. I think he he created a lot of. Uh, characters that have have become very iconic in that X-Men universe. You know what I mean? Uh, just to be clear, he did create Deadpool, Domino, and Cable. Those are all his creations, like visually, like he made them. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Like, I really think he's a cool creator. I just think he's a terrible artist. And it's so gross to me that he's called a comic book artist. Uh, when when he, when he said he's what he's retiring from writing and, and, and drawing co Marvel comics, like, that's a bummer because, like, I don't mind if he keeps coming up with ideas. Just let somebody else draw it. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, it's all probably been. It's not like he's been in, that involved in the Deadpool stuff for a minute. I know. But I know. It's, it's, yeah. everyone gets a swan song, and and this his, is his. His art is so bad, though. Um, so bad. Speaking... Google, Google Rob Liefeld, Hawk, and Dove. Oh, my God. I'm just telling the internet to do that. You don't have to do it. It's fine. Continuing with uh, swan songs. Uh, this uh, summer uh, in, at the Hollywood Bowl in uh, L.A., there is going to be a uh, tribute to the Mar to Marvel Studios. Uh, so they're going to be running a Marvel Studios Infinity Saga concert experience uh, conducted by Gustavo Dudamol, um, taking place this summer at the uh, at the the Hollywood Bowl. So getting some love for these uh mcu scores what's your favorite mcu score um i i like the avengers theme song man it's it's it gets me it gets me it gets me pumped dude like i i love it um i think it's a really i think if i think in order to build a franchise like they did like you know to to like this is like an entire generation's like star wars right you know what i mean like uh -huh. Like you gotta have Star Wars level music, and I don't think, I don't think they're quite on Star Wars level, but that Avengers theme song is really, really high up there. It's, it's, it's good. What about you? Um, I like Sam Wilson's theme. Not I. So his theme actually exists in in the uh, uh, what's the movie? Uh, The Winter Soldier. When he appears, you hear his yeah. theme for like a brief maybe 15, 20 seconds. Um, mm -hmm. And when the show came out, you know, the show, Anthony Mackie's from uh, Louisiana, and they, they kind of set the show at, uh, in Louisiana as part of that. Um, they redo his theme, but it has like this kind of Cajun, 
flavor to it that just like for me it works and it's super unique um and it's it's something you know i i think it's cool that they were able to take one stone and or you know this this thing and take it and turn it into something else but still keeping you know keeping it keeping true to it yeah yeah no i I like the spider-man themes because um have you ever seen like there's an analysis that they actually use all the same chords that the old school spider-man song use but rearranged Mm -hmm. like it's all like all the spider-man theme songs use the same chords um and they just rearrange them differently so that you don't quite recognize it but but yeah i think that's the coolest thing about like the the tom holland ones is that they actually just use the old school song yeah they just use i mean that's what you want yeah yeah it's cool it's cool so yeah there's a lot of really amazing music especially i mean we're not even talking about guardians of the galaxy which is just like let's get out of my face that soundtrack's nuts but the score's also you like their theme i love their theme yeah that's one of uh well just in general if you haven't been to uh avengers uh, campus at uh, disneyland california at california adventure i had um the i really do like the medley they play while you're there they go through all the songs mm-hmm. and it's just one big loop and it's it's kind of awesome it really gets you gets you in the mood there one of the better things of of uh adventures land yeah for sure. yeah it's it's cool all right what else you got any more news i think you do I think I got one little bit, but you can you can take it from here. Marvel Legends, they snuck it. They snuck us a new a new figure uh, or a new two pack. Actually, I was not expecting this. Uh, I I didn't know that they were going to keep doing these uh, VHS Spider Man tributes uh, that they did last year because um, I just seemed like maybe it was just for that year. But no, we got a new one announced this week, and it went up for pre order on Thursday of this week. It is Daredevil and Hydro Man done in a cool uh deco like like shell cell shading style for da- daredevil it's really cool but he's got that really new that new body with the toe articulation and stuff and then oh man that is a beautiful figure look at that thing it's so cool it's just a lot of black highlights on it or i guess the red is the highlights and the black is just all over the two table. two questions that, mm-hmm. does daredevil actually wear that suit in the amazing spider-man show and is that the same Hydro Man figure from the release a few years back? That was uh, he wasn't wet. <laughs> I think it's the best way to put it. He was just a guy. That is correct. You are correct. Um. Uh. So one, that is what Daredevil looks like in the Spider-Man animated series, not not in the Amazing Spider-Man. That's a different show. Um, Amazing Spider-Man. I think is from like. But he also has a, the armored costume, right? Oh yeah, he also has an armor costume later okay. in, the, okay. in the show. But okay. yeah, that's what but Daredevil. Doing. Daredevil looked like that in the in the cartoon. Um, but yes, Hydro Man as a figure was released a few years ago uh, in one of the waves. I can't remember Spider Man wave, but um, it was actually uh, Mori. Was it? Yes, it was. The it was for no. Homecoming. It was Homecoming. Homecoming with Vulture. Sorry, I meant I meant uh, uh, Far From Home. Yeah, far from there. far from home. It was in the far from home. The molten man, molten man wave mm-hmm. uh, had had Hydro Man the figure in there, comic book Hydro Man. But he was he was wearing like the regular clothes, and you could attach water pieces to him. So this is a cool figure, be, regardless of whether or not you want 
to collect the VHS cartoon style toys because now you have a full watered out Hydro Man toy that, that will work perfectly well with all your other stuff. So I love it. It's cool. Pre-order done. Done. And 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 just like that, we are uh I think we're done with the news. Well, we got here, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to talk about the spirit. It's all it's all I got to end up. All right, fine. Uh, so yeah, I, I mentioned uh, earlier this was the um, 2008, uh, December 25th, 2008. It came out on Christmas of that year, uh, opened to negative reviews, and was a commercial failure. Uh, it was later released on DVD and Blu-ray in April 14th, 2009. Uh, this is this movie is about Denny Colt, also known as the Spirit. He learns about a major case from Detective Sussman involving his nemesis, the Octopus. Spirit dons his costume and travels across rooftops, saving a woman before connecting with Officer Leibowitz at the Swampland. Female or femme fatale sans serif uh, rises from the water, and it's just like it just keeps going. I'm not going to give you this whole synopsis. Um, basically, the Spirit is a, a crime fighter that's defending this city from. A bunch of hot chicks. <laughs> the guy from Harvey, Harvey from Suits. That, that's topical right now. Fighting crime. But Dude, with this, this, this guy, <laughs> this guy can't keep it in his pants. That's what I got from this. Now, I will say this about the spirit. Like before, before we talk you missed about the, this is directed by Frank Miller, right? Directed. I said and that, written, I said that okay. earlier in the, in the show, like at the yeah. beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, written and directed by Frank Miller. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, this is the spirit was originally a comic strip in the newspaper by uh, created by Will Eisner. Will Eisner is such such an iconic comic book legend because of his contribution to like the superhero genre that uh, he ended up having uh, comic book awards named after him. They are the 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 they are like the, the Oscars, right? Yeah, the ink pot. Like the the Eisners are like the Oscars of of comic books. Um, and yeah, this, this comic ran from like, I think 1940 to 1952. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a guy in a suit with a domino mask and a red tie and he runs around rooftops, uh, beating up bad guys and making out with every single one he meets basically just about, um, it's from a different time, man. That's all I could say. But I, I will say this, like a lot of times when we go visit these kind of movies that are like based on comics that, you know, we're not familiar with or, or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I I have like I have a bar like a, a, a measure of the of how good the movie is. If it makes me want to go re like like visit the source material. I have no desire to go to go read the spirit after watching this movie. I don't even want to know. Like, it's probably better than the movie, but it's not in any way anything that I'm interested in. in. Well, I, I, I want to bring this question up to you. OK, are. Uh, what would it be? Uh, Golden Age, so like Superman, Batman comics. 
that, that they appropriate when they first the first runs of Superman and Batman. The spirit, the spirit is definitely golden age. Also, okay. yes, are golden age Superman Batman? Are they good? Are they good? No. No. Okay. Okay. That's. I mean, the, obviously, the characters have transcended, um, whatever their original iterations were or are. Right. But yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. wondered, like, at the time, were they there? Now, were they just now, cool characters, or were they actually good, you know, stories? Well, that's not what you said. You didn't ask me that. Well, you you asked me, are they good? Like, they they can be not good, but still have a good good value to offer. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they had they had morals for those times that were helping people. And what makes Superman and Batman so transcendent is they were um, adapted fluidly throughout the generations continuously, mm -hmm. right? It's a continuation. Yeah, they, they kept current, it's if a, that makes sense. It's a, it's a spectrum of Superman and Batmans, right? Like they've, they're, you, everybody's got their own version of it they like. And, and I will give Frank Miller all the kudos for, I think, what he was trying to do, which is give the spirit to a, the, a comic that he clearly loved and had a, a very uh, inspirational uh, impact in his life. I think he took that comic and said, a new generation deserves to have this character in their lives too. But I think the problem is just aesthetically, the spirit is not the kind of character that people are into seeing nowadays. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not, we don't want to see a guy in a particular two-piece two suit and a tie going around beating up bad guys. It doesn't... Well, it's the, cool. a thing this movie has going for it, it, it's very... You know, it's it's Sin City-esque, right? It's, it's, it's not black and white, but it's also it's very uh, desaturated. Yeah. Um, Hyper-stylized. I think that's... And, I and, think that's a, that's to the detriment of the movie, though, because really? I don't like if, if you go back and look at the spirit comics, that's not what they are. Yeah, so that's what I that's what that's surprised me. I'm going to go back and look at it. They're they're not. They're they're kind of they're Dick they're Tracy very colorful. Yeah, they're Dick very Tracy colorful. Adjacent. Dick Tracy adjacent. Yeah, exactly. So, again, I think Frank Miller was trying very hard to to adapt something for a new generation. But it's it. What makes me sad is that it didn't maintain that visual vibrancy you know what i mean so like that remember when we watched dick tracy last year that movie is way was, better than i thought it was, was gonna be well would this movie be better if it was in color for lack of a better phrase like i think you should answer that question yourself i think it would be like, i think it would honestly too. i i don't i don't hate this movie i'm so this movie um has I don't want to say a soft spot in my heart, but it came out in 2008. Um, at that time, I I lived very close to a movie theater, and I would very routinely go to the movies by myself to watch anything and everything. Um, what's good, what's bad. And this is one of those movies where I remember walking over on a weekend to go watch. And, you know, I was a, at that time, 12, 13 year old boy. Like, this is a cool movie for a 12 or 13 year old boy. And it, it's, did I remember any of it? No, but when I was watching it, you know, you start getting those those flashbacks, those those um the I think the memory of me just going to the movie theater is something I always loved and enjoyed and 
And by the simple fact that it takes me back to that time, you know, it, it's it's a, a check mark in the win column um, for the spirit, at least. Okay. I mean, so you have a nostalgic uh, memory of the original, of watching this movie the first time. Um, it's well documented that you also have a chronically bad taste in movies. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, we, like, where would you put this movie, like, compared to the best Marvel, the best superhero movies you've seen? They don't have to be Marvel, by the way. Sorry. Uh, I think it's better than some of the, than a handful of MCU films. You think this movie's better than a handful of MCU films? Yes. Really? I think it is, yeah. I, for 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 what it's worth, they they fully commit to their to uh, the bit with the the style and the acting. You know, it's over the top. It's zany. You they it's uh, he's a womanizer, and they they don't shy away from it at all. They don't give him like any redeeming qualities in, in that department. Like they just they they go all the way with with everything that they're trying to do. Again. I, I don't think the the it's it's a sum of all parts situation. It definitely falls flat. But I think I can't I think, knock them for going there. I think you hit the nail on the head in one thing you said there. They don't give him any redeeming qualities, <laughs> and I think that's why I have a problem with the statement, the idea that this is better than some MCU movies. I would say every MCU movie has given its hero at least some redeeming qualities even the worst ones like that's well that's how that's the problem i have with the spirit is i'm like am i supposed to like this guy like i don't understand like yeah well to circle it back like if he was a character from the 30s like the comic right it was 30s 40s or later 40s 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 Men in the forties were kind of shitty. Like, let's let's be real. People, men, men in position of powers in the forties, statistically, white men. People, yeah, white, white, white white men in power in the forties, probably not that great. Sorry to all you grandpas out there. But this movie is like not set in the forties. It's like it's really weird. They got like laptops and internet. It's, it starts with a but, cell phone. This movie, yeah, That's... it's like what the fuck? I don't. I do not remember any of that. Watching it the first time, like, <laughs> like it's super weird. But it's now it's so like going weird. back watching it now. It's like it's like cell phones from from two thousand and eight. So it's yeah. like very dated in that sense. Like I I don't know why they modernized it in that regard. But the police like sirens are still like old school. Yeah, like, all the cars are old. Like, yeah, they dress old, but like the the henchman, he has like new balances on and shit. Like it, it's it's super like disjointed. They, they use they use old gangster terminology. Like I I can't even remember the words they use in this movie. But like the way they talk is just not real, and it, it's just it's so pulp pulp comics. And I appreciate that 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 was where where he was trying to go with it. I just think that Frank Miller was really trying to recapture the magic of Sin City, but applying that to the face or like facelifting the spirit comics and making it fit, you know, his 
His, Did he direct Sin City? He is one of the two directors. The reason it's Robert Sin, Rodriguez, right? Yeah, Sin City could not be nominated for an Oscar back then because at the time Oscars did not allow for more than one director to be on the credits. And I've never seen Sin City. You've never seen the original Sin City? Is the R movie, right? Oh my yeah. goodness. What about wow. 2005? 2000... Wow, dude. Like you need to watch Sin City because that movie's good. I've That's tried. I, I've I've tried. Um I've I I've gotten up like up to a little bit like maybe 10, 15 minutes in the tar pits, right? Is where it opens. Yeah. I mean it's still yeah. stylized, it's still a little dated, you know what I mean? Like, but but it actually there's very interesting characters and very strong performances by some real some actors that really understood the characters. And what they were trying to do with it, like Mickey Rourke as Marv is just amazing, and like Benicio del Toro is just really good in that movie. Powers Booth, there's some amazing performances in that movie. It's still going very pulp noir, uh, but like the way they do it, it just feels appropriate is for the second one. Good, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second one's okay it's okay it's just not it's just not nearly like it's like it's like you got to understand when the sin city books came out like they were like whoa and then everybody's like yo are you gonna make another a sequel to that and then they did and it's like oh, okay cool you is know, the like, book recent like for i mean it is a when, when was the book written 90s i want to say okay uh, uh, late 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 80s early 90s Sin City uh, was the book Frank Miller did after he got super famous for doing the Dark Knight Returns. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. And so he just kind of, he, he's got, over the years, he just kind of adapted it. Like a, a, like he he developed his style, his visual style, even more and more. And then Sin City is basically the culmination of all of his, like, it, all the things that he always wanted to do with all these other characters. But like, he couldn't just put them in black and white the way he wanted to, you know what I mean? Because Warner or DC wants him to make them look this way and this, way, you know. So like, mm-hmm. Sin City, Sin City's like the story that lived in Frank Miller's head, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, is, yeah. so is three. So is three hundred, you know. But like, but three hundred is based on an actual story. Three hundred I mean? before like, or after Sin City. I don't, I think three hundred might have been before. Uh, you mean the movie or the comic? The movie. The movie. I don't remember seeing the movie in. in uh, did I see it in theaters? It gets a little blurry for me. I can't remember which which uh, which comic came first, but I believe three hundred. The movie came out before Sin City. Uh, year after three hundred oh six. Three hundred came out the year after Sin City. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. That's pretty cool. That's a good two years for Frank Miller, for sure. Uh, but in any case, I really love Frank Miller. I think he's a, an amazing creator. Um, but I think if you go and watch the credits of, of of The Spirit, you'll see something really cool, which is like it's a giant, like, just uh, reel of his storyboards, that, that all the scenes from the movie that were drawn by him. Right. And they're drawn Mm -hmm. in Frank Miller's style of the spirit and they're amazing. Right. But then you get to the credit section and you're seeing like obviously written and directed by Frank Miller 
And then you get further down and it's like storyboards by Frank Miller. And at that point, my wife's like, bro, he did the storyboards too, too much. You're doing too much creatively. You need to step back. You need to step back and let other people help. You know what I mean? And I, I really think that she hit the nail on the head there because that's really the problem with this movie. Creatively, it has such one singular vision. And that's just not how movies are made. You know what I mean? Like they have like there has to be a collaboration with a lot of people. And so I think everybody else is just kind of along for the ride in this movie. I don't feel like they got on the same page as him. And so it feels like weird. Like the acting is just like, okay, I he wrote I guess, the screenplay like, for Robocop too. I know that. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know that. Frank Miller's an excellent writer, dude. Like he's he's really great. Like like there. So let me let me give some credit to this movie. There is a thing that happens in this. There's a beat, the story beat that happens in this movie. It's really weird to me, right? Like like, uh, you know, you meet the spirit has flashbacks. You find out that one, yep. before he was before he was uh this super vil- vigilante, uh that has p- immortal powers, right? He was a kid growing up in this city, and he had a a a crush on this girl named Sand Serif. That is the most stupid pun ever. Uh, but Sand Serif, you know, is is the love of his life. They're both teenagers. And then through some tragic circumstances, uh, um, her dad, who is a cop, is killed in on in on duty from the circumstances that involved uh, Denny's uncle. Yeah, he didn't actually yeah. kill him. And then so Denny's uncle took his life because he felt so guilty about the circumstances. And then fast forward to Sans Serif leaves this leaves town. Denny becomes a cop. He he ends up dying and, and he ends and he ends up getting like a super serum put in him by the octopus, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um Sans Serif comes back after all these years and she still absolutely hates cops, right? She just they that's her thing when she leaves the city i hate cops yeah. she's angry at her dad she's got daddy issues she comes back to the city and now she's like stealing all this money and like getting all and having people redistribute wealth and you there's a beat in that movie where she makes this guy who then kills himself afterwards he donates a bunch of money to the police force so that the police force can buy body armor and yep. then that that ends up being a big plot point later in the movie, right? When this body armor saves the spirit and 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 everything, and and they're really happy that they have all this stuff. And and what I thought was really interesting is like, I think in the hands of a better creator, that could have been a really beautiful story that was told about San Serif, because I think I intuited like a whole story that wasn't actually depicted, which was. She hates cops so much, but actually she really does respect cops and she because she loves her dad. And this is her weird way of showing mature growth by using her criminal activities to make sure that no girl ever has to lose yeah. their father yeah. the way she did. I think that's a beautiful sentiment. And I wish that would have been conveyed better than like me having a double take about like... That's a good thing we have this you mean, body in between armor, the you know? the ass copies. You can get lost in. in uh... I know, right? Yeah, she's mean. She made xeraxes of her ass, and like I just wanted to really love some of the like nuance that was there, but they it wasn't letting me because of the jokes and the the weird 
like the comedy was all over the place. It's weird. It's I mean they 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 put Scarjo and Sam Jackson in full Nazi garb. They are, <laughs> dude. You said it before I could. Scarlett <laughs> Johansson and I, Samuel L. Jackson. I don't are know why. Well, I mean, I evil scientist is kind of a Nazi thing trope, but it's just like, oh, this is like weird. Black Nazi is pretty crazy, dude. That's pretty crazy. Like, do you know, like, I don't even understand how you become a black Nazi. Um, that was bonkers to me. I just can't. I can't understand it. Um, but, you know. Like there was a lot of choices with Sam Jackson's character that were really confusing to me. But like, you can't you can't deny that man was having fun. Uh, I think he was entertaining himself. He he fully committed to the bit. The egg puns. I never understood the joke. I never got he it. Like, like why? Space. I he doesn't like eggs. Period. He just kept talking. He kept making egg jokes constantly, like puns and saying, you know, like, it just was like, weird to me. Circling back to like the Dick Tracy shit. Like if, if this was colorful and like Dick Tracy, I think that would have been fine. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I think, I think tonally, like what, what was like my eyes were seeing was not matching what my ears were hearing. You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. that's what, what broke the movie for me. Uh, it, it was just really weird because, yeah, the, like, Logos, uh, Pathos, all those guys, those were so weird to me. And we're just supposed to accept, <laughs> like, accept them for what they are. But they were, like, so much of the movie, like, these little bald clone guys that just go around. Like the Maulers. They're like From the Maulers, but they're not bit. cool like the Maulers. Yes. Yeah. Um, be be yeah. Before we, we wrap up, we are getting close to time here. Right? I do want to ask, like, I think this is this will be the hot take of, of the show. Is Frank Miller, Gordon the Dennis, a better writer or uh, artist? Mm. You had to pick, if you had to erase a little part of his history, erase his writing or is it, or is a, uh, drawing what would your race that's weird because i think the reason frank miller is so great is because uh he's allowed to do the two together but i will say this he has done more great art than he has great writing um because he has because he has done he has done stuff where he didn't get to be the writer you know what i mean mm -hmm. and and I can't say that he's done a lot of stuff that's the reverse, right? So he's done more more art than he has writing. Um, and so I think, but I think when you let him write and draw a story, it's always worth looking at. It's mm -hmm. not it's not always worth remembering the story. It's like worth the, dark, gander. the Dark Knight Strikes Back is a rough one. That's a what's a rough one, you know? So like. So he he's not I wouldn't say he's bats you know a thousand uh, as far as you know his writing goes, but he always gives you a visual treat. And I will say this that like all of these weird characters like Silken Floss, like uh, Plaster of Perry, you know, like they were quite iconic. All right, they were. I will give them that. 
every single character in this movie is iconic as as f and and i just i just don't think that they got to do anything meaningful with them like silken floss was being an, a sidekick because she needed to pay off her phd is that what was that what was going on here she had student loans bro like yeah, that it's a very modern problem yeah i mean she go back to your your mr Mrs. smith like that I sure. guess we're yeah. She she's basically like deciding to put on a Nazi costume for the money. I get okay, sure. I guess so. Um, yeah, yeah no, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say it, but I think there's a number. <laughs> there's a number you, that you would put on a Nazi costume for. for I don't know what the, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna sit here and guess the amount of money, but there is a number. Oh man, we gotta end this show quick. <laughs> I will say, Scarlett Johansson probably never looked better uh, she she is she was quite awesome looking in this movie like uh I, I i wanted so much more from her i didn't like the lines that came out of her mouth so much like they were kind of dumb a lot but i really liked the costuming on scarlet I mean, this is kind of pre her renaissance right like i mean it was right when she was just getting getting it started i think like she, it's 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 been I would say it was it was right at the beginning. Yeah, she's she's great. She's she's always a joy to watch. But um, I hated I hated these characters so much. <laughs> like I just I really did. Um, it's it's a weird one. It ends with you know the basically the who am I? I'm the spirit, and this is my city, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, thanks, bro. I'll never watch this movie again. That's my review of the spirit. <laughs> What about you? If it's on at like uh uh Applebee's like on a you know like on a, usually they play like FX and Applebee's I might watch it. I might I might order another drink to finish watching the movie. I will watch it only if it's the scene where Ava Mendez is going out of her way to Xerox her own ass because that's such a weird scene. It's so weird. It's so weird. But that's about it. That's the only thing that I will ever take away from that that show, that movie. Um, yeah, it's not good. Uh, well, but you know, but you know what also isn't good? Probably, maybe it's better. Madam Web, which is what we're doing next week, guys. Madam Web, the uh, the next or the latest installment uh, from from what's what's I always forget the acronym. The, the Spider-Man Spider Sony Spider-Man universe of films, of whatever characters. that, yeah, Marvel, Marvel characters. characters. Um, yeah, will it be bad? We won't know. But you know what? Gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. It's probably gonna be better than the Spirit. It's probably gonna be better than the Spirit. Now um, we're gonna watch it next week, and then uh, most likely do a show uh, uh, same time. <laughs> Thursday yeah. Out. yeah so tune in tune in so uh tune in then know. uh yeah and i hope you enjoy the spirit when you get a chance if to watch you like it the and... spirit if you liked us like and subscribe uh, you where can you find us we're on x we're on patreon we're on tiktok we're on instagram denx media even on facebook denx media is all of it um give us a like give us a follow give us a view uh, do what you want to do. All right, we getting out of here. We're getting out of here with Let's that. Go true believers, Fortnite. not said. <laughs> <laughs>